Hey, hey, it's your girl Aaliyah Janae, and I am here just to talk to you all briefly because it's been a minute, right? I hope you all have been listening to all the older episodes because they are so informative and they just, um, it's just a time, a great time. Yeah, the topics are great. Um, there's a lot of diverse perspectives and that's the whole point. Um, right now I'm just doing some reflections. Um, I went back and listened to the very first episode of Who Am I? Who Are You? And that was recorded in February, 2020. So pre-pandemic, um, as I listened back to the episode, our former co-host Paige talked about how identity is fluid. And at the time, I didn't really catch on to it. But I really started to think about it like, yeah, it is because um, I really love genealogy and I love history. I love anthropology. Like I love anything like that. And the more that I started to do my own family tree I really started to feel like, you know what, identity is fluid because all of this stuff, <laughs> all of these titles, all of, all of these categories are social constructs and they change over time. The meaning changes over time. And so what you feel and how you identify today may not be how you want to identify later on as language change. Um, as we find more information as we learn more about ourselves. And so that's kind of the space that I've been in. And I think um, also Bev, one former co-host, also talked about how um, all of this stuff is social, socially constructed. So I want to make sure that I give them credit because I miss them a lot. Um, but again, as I continue to develop and grow as a human in my own identity development journey, um, word and language is very, very, very important to me. And so, again, as we think about how identity is fluid, at least for me, it's very fluid. Like, I know in the first episode, I talked about, oh, being Black American, and I also added Aboriginal in there. But I am really, I really just want to stop using the word Black. (laughs) Ironic, right? Given that this is the name, like the name of the podcast and the purpose of the podcast. But... I want to use a term that acknowledges land, history, culture, like all of that. And all of those things are different. Um, And when I think of the term black, I'm like, okay, what landmass is it associated with? You know, or when I think about our history, there's multiple histories. So which one do I choose? Which one is right? So I just have a lot of questions and I'm excited about it because I love learning and I love the idea of exploring and as I'm like going through my own phases of um my identity development I think uh self-identification comes up for me and being able to tell people who you are instead of the the opposite because so many times throughout all history, other people have told us who we are and gave us names, named us after other white people. Uh, you know, like those are some things. Um, and so right now I'm in the space where self-identification is everything. Um, going back to me learning learning about my lineage, doing my own genealogy, because we all don't have the same origin story. And that's okay. That doesn't disconnect. That that does not. Wow. That does not disconnect us from um, a common experience that we may have. 
Um, but it does give you a sense of self instead of us like relying on um, a DNA swap. That doesn't always give you the right information. And what I mean by that is that a lot of these places have new names. Um, and so when they give you a certain location, like, how did you come up with this location? Like, I need the science behind it. Like, I, I just have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Um, but I do think the DNA part is great for finding, like, cousins and all that fun stuff. But when it comes to percentages of who you are, I don't really know about all of that um, because I've taken multiple of those and my percentages always change. And I'm like, why do they continue to change when I haven't changed? Hmm. Interesting. Right. Um, but again, I think that self-identification is everything. So we got to go back and, and reclaim who we are and who we want to be um, and back it up with actual like facts and, and archives and and roles documents and just any document whether it's um census documents and and birth death and marriage certificates war war uh, affiliations all those types of things uh, newspaper clippings all of that stuff is important and again i think it's time for us to 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 reclaim and and stand firm in that and know that yeah they gave they may have given me this narrative, but I don't have to fall into the narrative. I don't have to internalize the narrative. And that's okay. Um and again, we shouldn't keep taking people's um word for it. We have to do some investigation ourselves and learn our lineage, who we come from, where we come from. Um, because in the first episode I know I specifically talked about dang I feel like I don't have a um a culture and then I said you know what we got culture here and that is so true um even though I was speaking from a different perspective than I am now um we do have a culture we do have culture we've always contributed to civilization and culture and um it's time. It's time to reclaim. I was going to keep saying that because it's time to reclaim. It's time for self-identification. It's time for you to know who you are, embrace who you are. And and know, again, no story is the exact same. And let's, let's embrace all of the diverse stories. Like, I'm here for all of that. I love when I do other people's genealogy and they just come up with all this, like, amazing things. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. Like, okay. Um, and that gives them a sense of pride. And you know that these people are your, there's nothing like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm being a nerd right now, but <laughs> there's nothing like being able to know the names of your ancestors that you can never, that you have not met. Um, when I've, I've been doing my own genealogy and I've been able to go back, um, like even past the 1840s. Um, and I just get to see a name and I'm like, wow. So that's my fourth great grandmother. <laughs> um, and it just makes me happy. I'm I, actually, I have like tears in my eyes right now. Um, because I've been searching for something like that, uh, just to put a name to an experience, to a feeling, 
versus, oh, you're 20 whatever percent of this. And I'm like, okay, there's for me, I still didn't feel a connection. But again, seeing the names, seeing their documents, seeing where they were from. And I'm like, wow, my family, we've migrated and traveled all over the U.S. of <laughs> this country. <laughs> we travel all over the place. And so again, this, this episode is going to be short and sweet, but it's just a moment of reflection because I went back and listened to the first episode and I was like, wow. Switching gears a little bit is a little off topic, but I always feel like when I speak, I always have so many thoughts going on in my head at once. And then when I get on the mic, I feel like I can never articulate what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so like now, even now I have bullet points to say, okay, Aaliyah, make sure you hit on all these points because you only got a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really love the first episode and I love everything that all of the former co-hosts contributed to it, uh, because it was just a great conversation. Even, um, when Beth, I know I brought it up first about ethnicity, race, and nationality being different, but Bev broke it down in her experience of being Haitian and, and breaking it down for her really help her communicate and understand who she is. And so that was, that's really dope. And so I will be doing more of these as I go back and listen to the episodes and say, oh goodness, I have grown so much. Um, But I think creating this podcast has allowed me to grow in different ways, Um, has allowed me to be a little bit more vulnerable, to do some research, to say and stand firm and say, you know what, this narrative don't fit me and that's okay. Like I don't have to play into anything. Um, and that's, that's powerful to me. Um, and it, I feel empowered and I feel like, I just feel proud. Like <laughs> I just feel proud in knowing that all the information that I'm collecting, I get to then pass down to my children whenever I decide to have them. And it's going to just be a continuous thing of passing down, passing down. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to just keep learning and growing and, and and shifting with the times. Another thing that I want to share before I get off of here is that when I talked about my upbringing and being in African-centered schools um, and, and being around the whole Pan-Africanist philosophy, belief system, I don't know what the right term is right now. Um, and I no longer identify with any of that right now. However... I would never downplay it because it allowed me to get to where I am today. That was my foundation. It was something that made me very proud and made me feel and be very confident. Um, like when I when you see me, you see confidence. And I know that's from my my parents as well as the schools that I went to. I remember talking about um, us doing Harambe every Monday. And then sometimes during the week, we'll do it in our classroom. So I was always being affirmed. Um, and I'm so grateful for that upbringing because as I grow and I meet different people, other like people who consider themselves black, black American or whatever, when I talk to them, they have such a their head is down type of vibe or like I'm not good enough. And I just can't relate. <laughs> I just can't relate because I'm like, what you mean you're not good enough? You better than them. Like, uh, and, and, and I know sometimes it may come off. I always feel like people don't know how to take me because I 
I'm just a counter narrative. Like I represent that hard. Like I am a counter narrative to all of the things that people think I should be, think I should feel, think I should identify. And I'm just the opposite of that. Um, And I love it. I love it because again, there's no one way. (laughs) There's no one way to be anything like And even when you think about outside of like an identity, there's no one way to solve a math problem. There can be a preferred way. There can be more steps or fewer steps, whatever. Um, So or, you know, people love certain foods, whether it's greens, macaroni, whatever. There is not one way on how to make it. And I love that. Longest like we I love that. Like there doesn't have to be one approach. And that is. A, a huge part of who I am and what I represent is that, you know, I'm it's just multiple ways of getting the things done. There's multiple ways of doing shit, just <laughs> point blank, period. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about my, my upbringing really fast because, again, it's not really who I am today or how I choose to identify or it doesn't ring true to me right now. But, again, I won't deny it. I won't just throw it away because it it, it literally um, allowed me to get this far. It, it opened the doors for me. It made me a little bit more curious. It made me want to study more. It just made me want to figure out who I am as an individual versus the collective. Um, and that's where I am right now. And so here's my reflection on the first episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, please follow us on Instagram at monolithic underscore the podcast. I, I am looking forward to reading the comments, hearing from you all. Again, I know I've been on a little hiatus, but life keeps lifing. <laughs> and I, okay, rewind, pause. Let me be honest with y'all real quick. I have been struggling with trying to figure out where I want to take the podcast next given that I'm going through my own identity development. Um, And I just don't quite know right now. But in the meantime, I don't want to leave y'all hanging. So this is kind of where the reflections are coming from. Um, Y'all, podcasting takes a lot of time. And I'm always busy. I'm always doing something. Anybody who knows me knows I don't know how to sit down. Um, And I think season two was such a big accomplishment for me that I'm satisfied now. Like, I don't even need to do no more episodes because I'm like, I'm actually satisfied with all of the content that I put out, um, the different experiences, voices, stories. Like, I am very confident. Like, I'm about to, ooh, tear up because that's all I wanted. I just wanted to to get something out there that I feel like was very impactful, Um, something that I could be proud of with my name attached to it. I just wanted to get those stories out because we don't always talk about it. And there's not a lot of spaces that's talking about the things that we talk about. Um, And so and I also wanted to give non-traditional experiences um, a a platform, you know, like people. Sometimes we always feel like, oh, we're on an island by ourselves. We don't. um, I'm the only one thinking like this. And a lot of times you're not. It's just everybody's so spread out. And so I'm I'm very grateful for this platform. Um, I'm very grateful for all the people who have participated and made this what it is because it was just a vision. It was just a little dream that I had and now it's here. Um, so again, 
thank you all for tuning in and thank you for allowing me to be a little scatterbrained and all over the place. But this is real. This is me. I'm embracing all of me. Okay. So I love y'all. Thank you for listening. Again, make sure you follow us on Instagram. All right. Peace and gratitude. Final lifting.